Hello, welcome once again to Jeroda's Journeys. I am your game master, Jim Pache, and with me are my players. Say hello, players. Hello, players. Hello, players. <laughs> I love that joke. Um, we are continuing on our story, our intrepid adventurers, which I don't think we've quite gotten to the point where they have a name yet. Uh, but we'll just call them the intrepid adventurers. Um, are on their way to escort uh, our lovely, young, precocious preteen, Olive, to go see her grandma uh, and giving us a recap of last episode. We have Melanie, who plays Maywin. Melanie, go ahead and give us a recap of last episode. All right, so the last time you joined us, we were heading into the Fey Wild with all of its beautiful, bright colors and oddity and weirdness. And as we got into the Fey Wild, it became a little apparent to us that Alan, our guide, is indeed lost. And for those who maybe have forgotten who Alan is, he is one of the Cobalts that is attacking us. He is the quote unquote smart one, um, along with his partner, Fat Sam, and uh, Bonnie slash Velody's favorite one, Trevor. Uh, I think I pronounced that right. <laughs> yes, Trevor. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, my mind's like, is it Trevor? Trevor? Um, <laughs> Trevor so is fine. Yeah. So we, we get Alan to admit that he's kind of lost. And then I started looking to see if I could find some tracks to confirm or deny if I thought we were going in the correct direction. And I found various tracks going in the direction we are headed. So I told the team that we are likely going the right way and we continued on. Um, it became apparent that we were being followed at that point. Not quite sure by what or how many. So I sent my little friend, companion, Banjo, uh, to go take a look. <clears throat> Banjo took the form of an eagle this time around, so he flew over to try to see if he could tell us what was being seen, and based on the communication we are able to have with Banjo, um, confirmed that there is about eight human-slash-animal followers. He confirmed both human and animal, so we're assuming that these are were-creatures. Uh... So we just continued on because it didn't seem like they were going to harm us and they were keeping their distance. Um, we then went to set up camp and Giovanni uh, suggested that we should make some snare traps since we were being followed. So um, we had a snare trap and some trip wires around our camp. Uh, and then that night during watch, Giovanni took first watch, Alicia took second, and Velody took third. And during the first and second watch, everything seemed fine. Nothing was happening. During the third watch, Velody saw some stuff, but no significant events happened. But when we woke up the next morning, we discovered that pretty much um, all of the trip wires had been taken down. Um, but I believe our snare trap was still left and untouched. Um, but they managed to take apart all of our trip wires, that, but we were left unharmed. So still not sure if these people, animal creatures are wanting to harm us. <clears throat> Shortly after that, uh, we discovered that poor little fat Sam had become enchanted. He started to walk away from us. We couldn't stop him. He was just like under some sort of trance walking out into the field. And anytime we tried to stop him, it was just like, 
hitting a brick wall. Um, he did not respond to us. Uh, there was damage taken and delivered on accident as we tried to stop him. Uh, and then as he started getting farther and farther away, some arrows started shooting at him from out of the trees. Uh, and we were like, okay, uh, we can't let Sam get injured here because he is still our companion despite what's going on. Um, so I ran off to try to see if I could see who was shooting the arrows and I appeared to have scared them away. Um, I didn't get a look at them because they were taking off, but they did at least stop shooting the arrows at Fat Sam. Um, and then since all of us failed at stopping Fat Sam, uh, we asked Olive if she had a way to help Fat Sam. And it turns out that Olive did indeed have the ability um, to heal Fat Sam and break his enchantment. So she was able to heal the wounds that we accidentally delivered to Fat Sam to stop him. He was broken of his enchantment, had no idea what was going on. Um, but from all of this and from Olive breaking this enchantment, she suddenly was washed over with fear and told us that she's afraid of her grandmother and she wasn't sure if she wanted to go anymore. Um, but Alicia convinced her that she should confront her fears and that we should still go to see her grandma and Olive confirmed that she does in fact know how to get to her grandmother's and that is where you left us. All right. <laughs> Very well done. Very succinct. Uh, that was a great recap. So as we pick up our story, Olive is ready to move on, but you can tell that as she starts to lead you guys to her grandma's house her pace which used to be kind of not quickened but brisk it now seems like she's really dragging her feet like every step seems like it's weighing on her more and more and more um if anybody wants to give me an insight check uh you can go ahead and give me an insight check on her mm, seven seven Okay. Anyone else want to go? Yeah, I'll do it. I just rolled a nat twenty. Oh, nat twenty. Okay. I don't know what my what my inside is. Hang on. Oh, plus one, so twenty one. Twenty one. All right. That's definitely better. I I have awful insight. My insight is worse than Alicia. So. <laughs> Velody, you and it it kind of you for some reason you seem to have a unique bond to this little girl. Um, it's not anything you planned. You not even realize that it kind of happened, but it's almost like you can sense things in her that the others can't. And the sense that you're getting from her right now is she feels like she's walking to her demise. And that every step is just bringing her further and further down. It, it's a it's a feeling like you, you can almost feel the dread like emanating off of her. It, it's that that breath before the storm, and she's just not really looking straight down, but not looking up either. She's just moving in a certain direction. Her eyes looking down at the ground, but her head still kind of up so she can kind of lift her eyes up and look forward when she needs to. All right. 
Well, I'm I'm wary of the situation, so I'm going to be keeping one hand on the old axe. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up to her, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a pep talk, as it were. So I'm known for my pep. How many <laughs> is? And so, what would you like to say to her? I'm just gonna, gonna walk up to her, and I'm gonna kind of whisper because I don't want to embarrass her and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey." You know, if we go and meet your grandma and you don't feel safe with her, like, we'll, we'll bring you back with us. We're not going to just leave you here. Did you hear? But what if we all die? Ha! Huh. What if we all die? I can tell you a lot of things have tried to kill me in my time and none of them have succeeded. So if your little old grandma can manage to get all of us, then I will be very impressed and she can win. But I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. She um, she keeps walking. Uh, are you keeping pace with her or are you? Okay. Yeah. You can kind of hear her under her breath goes, I wish that were true. Come on now. What's what's making you feel so certain this is all all going to heck here? Just a feeling. <laughs> Feelings are good for a couple things, but they're not good for everything. I always learned that uh, if feelings are getting you down, then you should just stop them. You should just stop feeling? Yeah, just stuff them down. Oh, stuff them down. Oh, well, how do you do that? Just uh, think about what you can control. I think about what is in front of me and if I can solve the problem and maybe that problem involves, you know, hitting it with an axe and maybe it involves, well, sometimes it involves talking, rarely. But, you know, there's only so much that you can worry about is my point. you scared right now now no i mean like ever ever like do you get scared i have been before what did you do well there's not much to do you just you can't let it change your actions. Just keep going. Okay. I'll try. Um, she is not entirely sure she actually helped, but she tried. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you do notice that uh, Olive kind of squares her shoulders a little bit more, picks up her pace just a little bit. It it did help a little bit. Um, actually, you know what? Roll me a persuasion check. Oh god. We're, okay. we're, we're gonna see we're gonna see how how persuasive you actually were. How good was my oh you're upset? Stop. <laughs> 14. 14. Yeah, it worked. 
a little bit, you know, she's still moving a little bit slower than she used to, but she feels a little bit more confident now, a little bit more emboldened, like, Hey, you know, if I want to be a big girl, I need to stuff those emotions down. I'm a terrible influence on the children. <laughs> Velody's going to write a book. How to stuff down your emotions by Velody. How to deal be a, with your feelings. That's right. It's going to be a best. It's just one word. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> How to ignore best all selling, of your problems and just live. <laughs> Best-selling pamphlet in the entire realm. How to deal with your feelings by Velody. You open it up, it just says, don't. <laughs> I mean, that seems like something a dwarf would write. So that's true. <laughs> that is true. Instead that of the true. believe sign in Ted Lasso, it just says don't. You tap <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, one right. word pep talk. Uh, who is bringing up the rear? Uh, I was previously, uh, so I certainly can be again. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's where I picture myself. Right, being right. A ranger. All right. Go ahead and make me a perception check because I assume you're kind of still looking behind you as you guys are walking. Da, 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 da. Um, uh, 20 with my modifier. 20. Dirty 20. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the things that were following you, they're back. They're still keeping their distance. They're not getting any closer, but you can definitely tell that they're back there somewhere. Okay. Um, oh. Huh? Oh, no. Oh, I, I thought you said that. something. Oh, okay. Oh, I said, okay. Right. I wiped my nose. Oh, gotcha. Allergies in this fae wild. Uh, you know, <laughs> crazy. Crazy. You know, them fae allergies. <laughs> worse than right. regular allergies worse than regular pixies. Allergies. exactly <laughs> allergic to weird colors and yeah you be careful when you sniffle you might inhale a pixie uh -oh. he's too hard you start levitating <laughs> exactly okay so you guys with olive leading the charge uh you travel for about another three hours and Maywin, you are the first to notice that uh, the uh, things that are following you are now moving exponentially closer as you guys are moving. They're not exactly in a full out sprint, but where they were hanging back, now they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're following you. They're moving straight at you guys. So can we see what they are at this point? Yes, they are several different kinds of werebeasts. There's, from what you can see, there's were-tigers, were-boars, were-wolves. You think you might see like some were-rats. Um, like they look like children almost, but, you know, little tiny were-rats that are running on, on two legs. Uh, and now they're like, very, uh, very quickly, um, uh, uh, moving towards you at a, at a, uh, 
a good clip. Um, <clears throat> are you, what are you, what are you doing? Mm, I see this happening and I pull an arrow out and aim it towards them and just say, halt. What do you want with us? Um, they, uh, uh, one of them yells out, uh, one of them yells out, um, she cannot go. Why? Leave the child to us. We will take her. I and don't think so. They, they slow down a little bit. You do not know of that which you speak. You are all in grave danger. She is not who you think she is. Leave the child. Free this land and never return. Now, hang on. If we're in danger, then she's in danger. So we're not going anywhere. She is a child of a devil. What has she ever done to you? I, I Me, turn over and look at um, Giovanni and then back at Olive. Hey, look, don't look at me. <laughs> Do not look at me. She is a child of the devil, not a devil. <laughs> See, <laughs> I am not the father. <laughs> Leave now while you can. What exactly do you intend to do with her if we were to feel inclined to leave her here? What we must. And what might that be? It is none of your concern. It actually kind of is. Um, <laughs> while you guys are having this conversation, um, and uh, Alicia, you would have noticed this. As you guys are having this conversation, Olive is slowly backing away from your group, uh, kind of heading towards the direction that uh, you guys were traveling. And you look back at the were creatures and you turn around to see, like, you know, check up on Olive and she has disappeared. Um, all right. Well, as she was wandering away, I wanted to mind link with her, but if she's disappeared, that's not going to work anymore. Uh, well, you can mind link with her. Yeah. Go so ahead, then or if... at least try. You can try. Yeah. Well, um, so if she's, yeah, I'm just going to try to reach in her head and be like, we're not going to let them actually take you. We're just trying to figure out who the hell these people are. Move What backwards. their objective is. Move backwards. All right. Uh, I will then start backing up in the direction that um, all have backed up into. <clears throat> you back up for probably a good 10 feet. And at the 11th foot, you feel this almost like surge pass through you. And everything in front of you is kind of a shimmery haze. You can still see everything in front of you, but now it's like almost looking through like, uh, I guess the best way I could describe it would be like if you took like a camera lens and smeared Vaseline on it, like it's very f blurry. But you can still make out shapes and you can still hear everything. Um, the rest of you are having a conversation with the werebeasts. Um, you hear uh, um, one of the uh, the uh, werebeasts uh, make what you can only assume is some kind of animal noise. And you hear the uh, uh, the one that was talking, you snarl. Get them! And they start full-on charging at you. 
All right, the axe is coming out. I'm ready for this fight. All right. Um, okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Everybody who's not, uh, everybody except Alicia, everybody okay. else roll initiative. Mm -hmm. Just for right now, Alicia. Okay. Yep. Well, my dice behave today. Maybe. Twelve. Ooh. Okay, so hold on here. Dirty 20. Okay, so hold on. Let me <laughs> let me get uh okay, so uh who got 15 to 20? I did. Okay, I got Jojo it. got what? I got a dirty 20. Okay. So Giovanni, okay. I got who else? a dirty 24. Oh, you got a 24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Did you get a nat 20? Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, that means you automatically go first, no matter what. All right. Uh, so we did 15, 20, 10 to 15. My you get? 12 is looking pretty sad now. 12. <laughs> Lodi. Okay. We don't know how bad the wear creatures rolled. Uh, <laughs> All right. They are. Okay. Um, all right. As soon as the uh, uh, as soon as the uh, creatures start running at you guys, um, Alan and Fat Sam immediately book it backwards towards where you guys were going. Uh, Alicia, you watch as they literally run right past you uh, through the barrier. Um, Cowards. Trevor. Uh, Trevor runs right up to you, Velody, and stands right next to you and says, I'm with you to the end. Oh my uh, god. This little lizard's gonna die. Okay. <laughs> See, I want to say that he's brave, but no, he's just stupid. All right. I appreciate uh, the thought, kid. <laughs> okay. So, Maywin, you go first. You can see about at this point, you can see about eight were creatures who are all running at you. All right. Well, I already had one arrow primed and ready to go. Yep. Uh, and since we're being attacked by a horde, I'm going to utilize my horde breaker technique. And right. ability, I'm going to shoot that first arrow at the one closest to me. Okay. Our way. Uh, this is the one that was talking to you. Okay. Aha. Oh, well. Goodness gracious. With my modifier, 27. Uh, no, 27 doesn't hit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if that did not hit. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no. This is not like Tiamat or something, you know? I mean, uh, if it's a nat 20, then it doesn't matter what your modifier is because no, it always it, hits. It always hits, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 10 with modifier. 10 with modifier. All right. And then what does your horde breaker ability do? It allows me to make a second attack with the same weapon against a different creature within five feet of my original target. Uh, unfortunately, there is not another creature within five feet. They're pretty, pretty spread out. Um, they're not like grouped up together in a group. They're like one right here, couple out here, couple out here, but they're all kind of running in a line. Okay. Um, 
for a second action then i am just going to summon banjo uh as an eagle okay uh, help us in the attacks okay you pull out your triple and throw it up and banjo turns into an eagle and flies up and um are you giving him any like commands if he's if he can attack now i'm gonna tell him to attack well he can't attack now but you can tell him to attack and that means that on your turn he will just simply attack okay okay banjo attack Ah! all right uh doing anything else um what else can i do you can move you can do anything that might be a bonus action uh or any kind of like free action but Okay, yeah, That's about something Banjo was my bonus action. Okay, all right, oh. so you can, you can move. That's about all, all right. you can I'm, do. I'm going to move just a little farther away then uh, and then kneel down and start taking aim with my next arrow for when you get back. For, further away, which way? Um, further away from the direction they're coming towards us. So I guess okay. I would be heading towards kind the of- direction where, you were going. Yeah. Okay, how far back are you moving? Let's see. I can go. I can walk 30 feet. So yep. you can move 30 feet. I will Once take- you go ahead, you move backwards. Uh, and as you hit about 11 feet back, you feel that surge of energy pass through you. And you too are now looking through a Vaseline stained glass like viewpoint. Well, crap. <laughs> uh, that is your turn. Giovanni, it is now your turn. You're muted. Sorry, like a huge truck was driving by. Oh, it's okay. So I had a mute. Oh, what, what is around? Like, what's the closest thing I can shoot? Uh, probably the same weird creature that Maywin just shot. All right. So then I'm going to go after that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put myself on mute for one second. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm shooting this thing. Ew, six. I don't know if six hits. So I have to wait. Did you say ew, six? I, yeah, I ew, suspect six. it won't. Just a sneaking suspicion. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're muted, Jim. I don't know if you were trying to speak to us. Yeah, he's taking care of something he said. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sitting over here like how high of or how broken of a level 20 sorcerer can I make? Okay. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh that was the boss ladies. I had to answer that. Um okay, so what did you do, Giovanni? I shot at the were creature that okay. Maywin was yep. attacking. I rolled uh, a six. A six, okay. Take it that as a hit. Yeah, it's it flies by you hear it thunk into a tree behind him uh but it is not uh it does not hit him okay um hmm what else would you like to do well like how close is it to me is it within five feet no they're probably a good 40 50 feet away at this point hmm I don't have, which means I can't really do much else if they're too far. 
bonus actions granted by your cunning actions. You just like no. Any of my bonus stuff or like a sneak attack, they'd have to be pretty much right next to me. Oh well, I'm just gonna kind of curse myself because I missed. Okay. And are you moving or are you staying there? Um, um, hmm. uh, I'm going to dash towards it so I can uh, get a better hit next time. You're going to dash towards the were creature? Um, kind of I should say creatures. Oh, creatures. Yeah. No, I think I'm I'm gonna stay put actually. Stay put. Okay. Alrighty. Velody, it is now your turn. Okay. So you said they're like 40 feet away? 40 to 50, yeah. Okay. So I guess depending I can't on use, your angle. Can't use the X yet, but I am gonna run. I'm gonna go 25 feet closer to the nearest one that I can. I'm gonna run okay. towards them. Okay. And I guess pull out my crossbow. All right. And see if I can get a hit. Is that the same one that Melanie yep. hit? Mm -hmm. Or Maywin? Sorry. Yep. With modifier 13. 13 does not hit. Damn. Okay. Well, sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think there's much more I can do. Nope. Uh, and that was your full movement speed, right? 25 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So next up, uh, the were creature that you have all been uh, uh, firing at um, runs right up to you Velody, because you are the first that he encounters um he yells to the rest of them get the girl and then takes a swipe at you Ooh. uh 16 to hit and that's against my armor yes armor is 18. As it does not hit. So swiping he takes a, yeah, he takes a swipe at you, but you dodge uh, just barely out of the way uh, and he misses. However, he's going to take another swipe at you. Mm -hmm. That one is a 24 to hit. Eesh. Yep. That, that does hits. it. Okay. So you take 13 points of piercing damage from his claw and Ooh. go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. All right. N 19. 19. Okay. You, for a split second, you feel like something happening and then immediately your dwarven blood rises and the, 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 Icker that was starting to get into your bloodstream, you like almost like concentrate and push it out with the blood that is bleeding and it doesn't take hold. Ejected. Uh, ejected. Denied. All right. Uh, he is going to stand right there. 
um, Giovanni, one of them is going to run up to you. No, no, they can't get to you yet because you stayed mm -hmm. put. Okay, mm -hmm. they can't get to you yet. They stayed put, but they're now within 10 feet of you. Um, that is, they're just going to all use their, well, actually, no, I take that back. They're, one's going to run up like they're going to, uh, he's going to attack you. The other ones are going to use their dash action. Um, you guys watch kind of out of the corner of your eye, but you guys watch as these were creatures dash in the general direction of where your friend should be. But all of a sudden you turn around and realize your friends have disappeared. You can't see them. And these were creatures just bounce off of this invisible like barrier and just screech in pain as white hot flames come searing yeah. up their their hides and their flesh the smell of burning hair and flesh just starts to permeate the area um trevor is going to god bless him trevor is going to <laughs> Trevor is going to run up and and uh, attack the uh, the werewolf that is standing right in front of you, Velody, and he's going to yell out, "Nobody hurts my friend!" He jumps, leaps at the werewolf, and the werewolf just kind of sidesteps back, and he goes flying past and just kind of <laughs> tumbles to the ground. And then you hear him go, ah, shit, I missed. Okay. Good uh, try, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love him. Uh, all right. Alan and Fat Sam are inside the barrier. So now we are back up to Maywin. Maywin, you watched as the... Uh, one of the were creatures, from what you can see, one of the were creatures ran up to Velody, who moved towards them. Um, you can't really see what happened. You could just kind of like all like blobs, uh, but you do watch as a bunch of other creature-like things come running, and as soon as they get to that shimmery Vaseline barrier, they bounce off, and you watch as rune on this side as runes flare up and immediately you hear howling and screeching and the smell of burnt hair and flesh as the were creature just bounce off of this barrier olive is this you're doing no this isn't me oh my gosh we have to get everyone else in here if they can't get to us how close is velody to uh it's hard to tell uh through all this but you're guessing that from what you looked, she is probably 35, 25, yeah, 35 feet away from you. You're 35, taking a guess. Yeah, you're taking a guess. Yeah. And Giovanni is even farther, correct? No, Giovanni is right at, like, Giovanni didn't move. So oh, okay. Giovanni's only about 10 feet away from you. Okay. Um. All right. So... Olive, will will Banjo be able to hear me from in here? I I I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. 
So I've never seen this before. Okay. This was not here the last time I was here. Well, whatever it is, it's protecting us. So I'm hoping it's going to let me back in. And I try to run out because since. As soon as you try to push through the barrier, you're stopped. Dang it. You watch as runes flare up different. So when the werewolf, when the were creatures hit, the runes flared red. And when you tried to push back through the room, there was other runes and they flared blue. Okay. All right. I'm going to see if Banjo can maybe hear me. So I just yell at the top of my lungs, Banjo, respond if you can hear me. You hear barely a screech. Okay. Banjo can hear me. (sighs) Okay. Banjo, can you, can you tell where I am? Uh, You get the impression that no, he can hear you, but he can't see you. Did you see where the were creatures just ran into? Yes. I'm going to need you to try to push the rest of our company this way. If you can, push them towards us. We're safe in here. That you get the impression that he's like, okay. Yeah, that was a very, uh, hmm, type thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hope he's going to do that because <laughs> I can't get out of here. I'm stuck now. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, are you going to try to do it? I mean, Alicia's right here. Olive's right here. Fat Sam and Alan are a little bit behind you. Um, there's, and then there's whole like, other like foresty you know if you peer down the pathway you can kind of see an opening a little bit like an escape way yeah or the continuation of the path um i think i mm, i'm afraid if i try to shoot an arrow it's just going to bounce off of whatever and then rebound back and hit one of us because <laughs> that wouldn't I, be can confirm <laughs> um i'm just gonna just kind of there's not really much I can do, so I'm gonna stick close with with Olive uh, and Alicia since I know them, and hope that Banjo is maybe able to convey this message to the rest of the party somehow as best as he possibly can. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's the end of your turn, Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is now your turn. There is a were creature within about ten feet of you. Uh, who oh, nice. is running right at you? Uh, you watched as the other were creatures ran past you and bounced off an invisible barrier and then got like fried with white hot fire. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep it cool and I'm just gonna kind of move out of the way. Okay, as it's running towards me, it's just so I can hit the wall. Okay, so you're gonna move i guess that's would be considered disengage well he's not he's within 10 feet so he's not in melee range okay so like i (laughs) all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little hint here uh at this distance if you move away he can immediately turn and like run at you oh okay it's it's not like he's right on top of you where if you sidestep he's gonna Mm -hmm. like stumble and hit the the barrier Okay. Where they hit, it's about 10 feet behind you. Okay. So 
this creature is about 10 feet in front of me and the wall is about 10 feet behind me. Correct. And oh. you notice as you turn around, your party is missing. Oh, where, where, where did everybody go? Okay, so you know what? Uh, I guess I'm going to clothesline this fool since it's running at me. Okay. So let's just say that's an unarmed strike. An unarmed strike. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, oh, 12 and plus five. 17 hits. 17. All right. And his damage is four, four bludgeoning damage. Cool. So, so you do four bludgeoning damage? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I thought you were counting. Okay, so four bludgeoning damage. All right, so you basically let this guy run right into your forearm. It knocks his head back a little bit. It slows him down, but now he is right next to you, right on top of you. Oh. Because you hmm. said you clotheslined him, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like cold. I was kind of half expecting him to hit the floor, but I guess not. <laughs> Uh, do you have any feats like brawler or see. I think I anything do. like that? Tavern brawler. Tavern brawler. <laughs> let, let me or, see. I don't know. WWE superstar. Do you have that? <laughs> um, yeah, it's different when I'm looking at my character sheet on paper and not scrolling through. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, here we go. Grappler. Oh, grappler. All right. Read me, read me what Gla Grappler says. You have advantage on attack rolls against a creature you are grappling. You can okay, use your action to try to pin a creature grappled by you uh, by making another grapple check. If okay. you succeed, you and the creature are both restrained until the grapple ends. That's what I thought. Okay. So uh, you didn't grapple him. You clotheslined him. But yeah. if you grapple him now... Uh, I will just for the sake of you know shits and giggles, mm -hmm. I will let you to make a grapple check right now and see if you can grapple him, and then on your next round you could like basically judo flip him onto the ground. We'll we'll say that. Okay. Judo, judo toss. All right. A la, a la Ronda Rousey. Yay! All right. So grapple eight. Do I add a modifier to that? Uh, I believe your strength. Where's strength, strength, strength? Plus three. So 11. Yeah. 11. Yeah. You try to grapple him, but it just, he's moving around too much. And mm. you try to clothesline yeah. him. So now it's like you weren't ready to try the grapple. So it just, it doesn't take. All right. Uh, that is, are, are you going to try to do uh, anything else or you still have movement? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you are a, a rogue, right? Yeah. So, so I'm you, sneak attack. You, huh? I'm thinking sneak attack. Well, no, you, your oh. action was the, was the clothesline. Mm. So you could. What I'm saying is, you're a rogue, so you could take the, mm -hmm. you could disengage, and move without taking an attack of opportunity. Okay. Yep. I will disengage. Disengage that. Okay, and then move. Where mm -hmm. would you like to move? I'm gonna move closer to the wall. Okay. Are you? 
going to try to walk like right up to the wall or are you going to try to stop just short of the wall? Just short of the wall. I'm just going to kind of hold my hand out so I know where it is. I okay. can't really. You put your hand backwards to feel where the wall is and you all of a sudden your hand passes through and now you can't pull it back out. It's oh, stuck. Yay. Does this mean so, I'm prone? No, it means that you are technically restrained. Uh, or you could continue through. I'm going to continue you, through. Okay, so you continue through and you now see what everybody else except for Lodi sees, which is this wall that looks like you are looking through a Vaseline smeared uh, camera lens. You can see shapes and blobs and uh, all sorts of stuff, but you can't make out any details. You look around, you see Maywin, you see Alicia, you see Olive, you mm. see Alan, you see Fat Sam, um, and you see the forest continuing on in front of you. And further down the pathway, you see what looks to be like it could be a clearing. What's um, up, guys? Uh, well, not much. I just followed Olive here. Uh, I see. So, uh, j no, wait. Velody has to get through now. Yes, Velody is still on the other side. It's Velody yep. stands alone. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've got, I've got. Trevor with me, right? You do have Trevor with you. He is oh, no. still, he is very ride or die. So <laughs> Velody stands alone. Uh-huh. Basically. Uh, so speaking of which, Velody, it is your turn. All right. You do, so have, you do have the one werewolf right in front of you. Uh, there was another werewolf that, uh, that Giovanni tried to mess with a little bit, but uh, he moved away. Uh, Trevor is to your right, uh, basically like pulling himself back up. All the other were creatures you saw smack into this invisible wall, white hot flames erupt and their fur gets singed. They're, they scream in total agony. Uh, you do notice uh, Maywin's little bird thing is now swooping over you and circling and then flying towards where all the were creatures went and you watch as it gets to that point and then disappears. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still going to attack the guy I'm fighting. <laughs> <laughs> got to got to see this through. Wait 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 to commit to your character. All right. Uh all right. So like, go ahead make an me. attack. I was busy. I'm gonna keep on hitting this dude. Uh -huh. With he's in melee range now, he so melee and and technically Trevor is right there. So I will say you have advantage because you Ooh. are flanking. All right. I don't know what advantage gives me in this case. Are you so you just roll uh, oh, d20 just... twice and take the higher of the two. Right. Well, with modifier that's 19. 19. So I don't know you if roll I need twice. to. No, that was my first roll. So roll again, see if you get a natural 20. I did not. Okay. <laughs> Still hits, though. Still hits. Okay, though. good. All right. So one gate plus three. All right. That's eight points of uh, 
eight points of slashing damage. damage. All right. So he. All right. So you, I assume you're hitting him with your axe. Yes. Okay. So you take your axe, kind of flip it in your hand, and then and then whack him. It takes off a chunk of his shoulder. He is now bleeding (laughs) profusely from his left side. Uh, but he is very much still standing and now even angrier than he was before. Okay. Uh, can I do, I have one action surge available. Yep. You can do action. Can surge. I use that and attack yes, again? Absolutely. All right. Oh, well, 17 plus five. I can't do math. That's 22, right? To hit, yes. All right, so twenty-two wait, to wait. hit. Seventeen plus five would be twenty-three, but oh no, twenty-two. You're right, twenty-two. Yep. Yes, I did yes. math. Yeah. Um, all right, Sorry, so twenty-two to hit. Yep, that definitely hits. Ah. Okay. So, you still roll advantage, so whack if you want to. Oh yeah, good call. Nope. Nope. That okay. is lower. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so whack Ooh. him again. Only four damage that time. Four damage. Well, damage is damage, though. True. All right. So you immediately bring your uh, axe around, and uh, you come up. Uh, he tries to grab uh, your axe as you're coming back up, and he kind of misses, and your axe just passes over the palm of his hand and slices it open. Ooh. Uh, okay. Doing anything else? Debating if I should take the hint and start running towards the wall. Okay. At this point, because he is right next to you, he will get an attack of opportunity if you move away from him. Oh, no. Not doing anything else then. Okay. All right, that is your turn. It is now Trevor's turn. He is going to immediately launch himself at this were creature again. And oh, oh Trevor. All right. He <coughs> He is you've never seen Trevor like in this state. He is manic. He's frothing at the mouth. He is angry and he immediately launches at this rare creature, chomps down on this guy's shoulder so hard. And just rips a huge chunk of flesh off of uh, this guy's shoulder. And you watch as the uh, like blood starts to kind of not squirt out, but just little bits of like, he took a huge chunk out of him and then he lands back on his feet. It's right next to you. He spits it out and he wipes his mouth and he's like, I got that buddy. Damn. Warrior of the kobolds indeed. All right. Probably the best uh, compliment he'll ever get from Valeti. <laughs> Most likely. All right. That is his turn. 
It is now the were creatures. The one that was attacking you, Velody, is now going to attack Trevor because Trevor did more damage to him that round than you did. So he is pissed. He is going to attack him, and yes, that hits. And oh, okay, not too bad. All right, he grabs like takes his claws like takes his claws and digs them up into Trevor's rib cage and picks him up and slams him down on the ground and you watch as Trevor like almost bounces on the ground as he slammed to the ground he is looking very very hurt Ooh. uh the one that was attacking you, Giovanni, is going to slowly walk to towards the barrier and he's going to mm -hmm. start tapping it. And and every time he taps it, little flames kind of like spurt out and he like pulls it back. It's like, ah, ah. Uh, the rest of the were creatures are now like kind of recovering from uh what what uh, uh what just happened to them and they are all now turning their attention to you Velody. the only Great. person <laughs> that they can see that they can get to <sighs> they are now they're not moving they're just now watching what happens with you and the werewolf uh Okay, that is back up to Maywin. Maywin, it is your turn. Oh, I just see uh, the banjo has come back, and I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting, and Velody and Trevor still have not come through. So I just kind of curse under my breath that damn stubborn dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> doing anything are you gonna try to do anything or oh i can hear them through the veil um, <laughs> <laughs> they sound like a vicious pomeranian <laughs> do you have a knife it's actually a letter opener i have i have a knife is, is this can i cut the veil <laughs> Oh my goodness. What I, I just turned to the rest of my party who's under there and, and say, Velody's outnumbered. Is there any way we can help? I mean, I can try to talk to her. I mean, if you can, yeah, just the, I'm sorry, you can, go ahead. If you can convince her to get her butt in here, then that would probably be good. Because from what I can tell, we can't get out. I tried and it just repelled me back. Okay. Um, can I try to um, link with her? Uh, on your turn. I don't think I'm in the initiative. Well, order. you're not. You're not in the initiative order. So <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll let you go. I'll go. I'll let you go right now. All right. Um. Yeah. So then I'm gonna switch the link over to Velody and be like, Hey, yep. hey, stop showing off. Get your butt over here. We need to get all of to her grandmother. Uh, you do hear this, Velody? All right. You I can respond. Can't. I can. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Be like. Where the heck are you guys? The enemies are out here. And they can't get through the barrier. So we're safe over here. They can't get through my axe either. 
Mm, Trevor would say differently. Damn, you're right. Little little guys looking rough. I'll fine. I'll try to make it to you guys. <laughs> All right, that is your conversation. Uh, we're gonna move to Giovanni. Are you gonna try to do anything? Yeah, we can see through it, right? I, again, it's like you're looking through a Vaseline covered lens, so you can see like blobs, but you can't make out okay. like specific details. Okay. Okay, because I'm thinking of casting a spell to distract the rest of the were creatures so that Velody can make her way through. Okay. Without giving them an attack of opportunity. So how, but the spell is only within a 30 foot range. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of were creatures right outside this barrier. Okay, so, hmm. Hmm. The transmutation cantrip. Okay. I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce the actual name of the spell. Um, hmm. I can either boom my voice. Thaumaturgy. Oh, oh, thaumaturgy. Uh, yes, that one. Yeah. Thaumaturgy. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh. I don't know. Do I want to make harmless tremors in the ground? Or you know what? I'm gonna create an instantaneous sound. That originates from out there to hmm. I was gonna ask the dumb question, can there be thunder in the Fey Realm? But then what is not, you know, it's like anything is possible in the Fey Realm, literally. Mm -hmm. Uh so yes, I'm going to make the sounds of as a rumbling thunder. Okay. Uh you make the sound of rumbling thunder and mm -hmm. Again, it's kind of hard to make out specifics, but you watch a couple of the weird creatures look up at the clear sky, kind of do one of these things, and then look back to what they were doing. Oh, damn. Well, uh, can't really get out. If we can't physically walk out, there's no point in me like putting my crossbow up against the wall and trying to shoot through it. You put your crossbow up through the... I would, um, no, I'm saying like since we can't push our way back out on the other ends it's not like right. i could put my crossbow up against that wall and just as if it's going to shoot through it to try to hit one of the were creatures but then again i can't really tell who's who i'm kind of stuck and i don't like this okay. i just kind of as much as i want to get out and help i just end up punching the wall okay out of anger boom you hit the wall and the blue runes spark to life oh these runes does, does anyone know how to read these that's a good question. Does anybody know how to read runes? I would assume. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I will let you make a arcana check. Uh, after we're, we're going to put you like, around the same time as Maywin as we're going through this. Okay. Unless we get into actual combat with you. Um, so when we get back around to Maywin, after her turn, I'll let you make an arcana check to see if you can decipher some of these runes. Oh, me? No, uh, oh, Alicia, uh, Alicia. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, but that's Giovanni. Mm -hmm. Velody. Okay. So this she is stands right, alone. Huh? Right next to me. Right. The guy is right next to you. He, you watched as, uh, you took out a couple of slices. Trevor launched himself and just fiercely and voraciously ripped a chunk of skin off of this guy 
And then the guy retaliated by digging his finger and fingernails up inside his rib cage and then like body slamming him down on the ground. And Trevor is now on the ground, bleeding out, like not whimpering, but kind of like, you know how like a dog when it's injured is kind of like, mm, mm, mm. he's kind of doing that, but the cold bar version of that. Okay. So what I want to do is grab little baby Trevor, throw him okay. off my shoulder and sprint towards the barrier, but the dude's next to me, right? So he will attack me if I do that? Well, he gets an attack of opportunity. Doesn't mean he's going to hit you. He just okay. gets the chance to hit you. Then that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach over, okay. grab Trevor, throw him over my shoulder. Yep. Sorry, buddy. And head to the barrier. I can go 25 feet at a time. He, you start to move and instinctively he goes to take a swipe at you, but it's the same shoulder that Trevor took a junk giant chunk out of. And as he starts to move his arm up, like you can hear his bone and sinew kind of snap and his, his arm instantly like falls down and he howls in pain. Um, you quickly grab up Trevor and start running towards the barrier uh give uh roll me a d10 and d10. just a d10 okay. tell me what you get eight eight you as you are running towards the barrier one more weird creature is going to get a quick attack of opportunity on you as you run by i'm yeah. just going to roll and see if they hit they do not so you Oops. are just booking and one of the were creatures who's now sort of like kind of coming to and has been watching this, like immediately like, oh, shit, and then tries to take a swipe at you. But it's like a moment too late and you run right through the barrier and you are now on the inside of the barrier with all of your friends and Olive and Alan and Fat Sam. Yay. Yay. Trevor is now so Trevor is now completely unconscious. Your entire body where you were holding onto him is now just soaked with blood and where once you could feel him breathing, he is no longer breathing. <gasps> oh god. I run over there cuz I can try to cure wounds. So I would like to try to cast my Cure Wounds spell on Trevor. Okay, so you place your hands on Trevor. Go ahead and uh, roll the Cure Wounds. Uh, I think it's like 1d... Uh, like 1d8. Like 1d8 mm -hmm. plus your spell casting modifier. I don't think I have it. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're, spell you're attack wisdom. plus two. <laughs> it's, uh, it's plus your wisdom modifier. Right. Well, it says, I don't have a wisdom modifier, but at the top of the spells, it says plus two spell attack. But since this is- That's because of your pressure. That's because that's your proficiency bonus. Ooh, so I still yeah. get to plus two? No, it's so no. you would be zero. Okay. So yeah. it's zero. You, um, then a you might want to buff that a little bit in the future. <laughs> yeah. A four. No, you, a four, that brings him back. He, you, you put your hands on him and you concentrate on the healing energy- and you watch as a little bit of the wound starts to close up and Trevor instantly takes a breath. 
<sighs> he kind of looks around. Did we win? We didn't mm. win. Kind of. Well, we did not die. And you're one lucky little cobalt. Okay. I'm tired. Can you put me down now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You <laughs> set him down on the ground. Set him down. All right. As gently as I can, which is, yeah. There's still a lot of blood matted on his, uh, on his body. Uh, and the wound is still there. It's still open, but it's not, it's no longer profusely bleeding. Anyone got a bandage or something? Hmm. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see. I do not. I'm looking. Uh, doesn't Olive. seem that I do. Olive walks over and she puts her hand on <coughs> Tradesvor's head and she she just says, you are a very, very brave person. And she heals him the rest of the way. Did you guys know she could do that? Yeah. Because I've seen her do some magic stuff. That was like I'm extra fairly, good though. I'm fairly certain she's healed one of us before. Oh, yeah, has she? And I just totally forgot. Yeah, I kind of forgot too. <laughs> I feel yes. like she has. I just don't remember specifically Sam. when. She healed Fat Sam. That's right. Okay. Yesterday, or whenever that was. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this morning. In the realm. All right. Well, based uh, on what just happened, they think that your grandma is the devil and they want you because of that, but you've shown us nothing but care and compassion, so we can't let them have you. We made a promise to get you somewhere, and I feel like we need to continue to take you to that place. Hopefully they can't get us once now that we're in here. Do you feel confident to continue on to your grandma, Olive? Oh, I let me take a look at this ward before we decide that we're safe. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Mm, it's not gonna be great. Um, that's only an eight. These dice eight. are rolling garbage today. You recognize the runes, uh, but they are not recognizable as anything that you know per se um go ahead and actually go ahead and roll one more time same arcana check i'm gonna let you roll with advantage well that's a six on the die again all right so that's an eight You're, something in your mind is tickling you've seen these rooms before in the library where you trained in an old section. Okay. Um, but they look different still. Almost like somebody had an idea of what those were or had seen them once and then tried to replicate it, but kind of got it wrong. Okay. Um, it, these runes do look familiar. I've seen them a long time ago. Um. I think we're safe. I don't think anything that's not supposed to get past these runes gets past these runes. Um, you, as you guys are talking and doing this, all the were creatures are now like right about where you guys are had like walked in there or right about. And you watch as each one of them is like tapping the barrier and like, ow, 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 
and then you watch as one of them taps it. You don't hear him say ow and then taps it again and says ow. And then you hear as another one taps it. Oh, and then another one taps it and then taps it again and says ow. I don't know how long this barrier is going to last, so I think we should get moving. Agreed. Yep. Let's go. Okay. You okay there, Olive? Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. All right. So you continue along the path. Uh, Yeah, like I said, sometimes. uh, Like I said, you continue along the path and uh, you eventually come to a clearing. Um, um, you eventually come to a clearing you see on the other side of the clearing is a large what looks like cottage uh, two story cottage uh, made of what you would imagine would be local wood Um, there's a garden uh, there's some like livestock like a goat and some sheep uh, a horse. Um, you see a bunch of what look like giant wooden structures, kind of like off to the side. Um, they look like big wooden boxes, but with like little like slits in them towards the top. This looks cozy. Is that your grandma's house? Yeah. Would you like us to go check on it before you go in? Push it down. Push it down. Push it down. Nope, I'm good. No. Let's go. I mean, that's one way to deal with emotions. Well. That's right, kid. Just gotta push them down. We're all very healthy. Let's, 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 let's do this. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. Uh, you walk towards the cabin. Uh, you get probably about 50 feet away. And you see a tall, slender, uh, humanoid or human woman. Uh, gray hair uh, slicked back into a ponytail. Uh, There are white wisps of hair that kind of like fall from her temples. She's wearing a very simple um, uh, like uh, tunic and dress. Um, She sees you approach and she gets a huge smile on her face. And she says, Olive, my baby, you finally made it. And who are your friends? And Olive uh, kind of walks forward, turns around, kind of gives you guys like a half smile. And she says, um, they're, they, they, they brought me here. Um, that's Velody and that's Giovanni and that's Alicia, and that's Maywin, and Trevor, and Alan, and Fat Sam. She turns back around, and she mouths, I'm sorry. Everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Cool, cool, cool. 
Oh, what is happening? Fudge. 19. 19. No, the dice hate me today. Four. Yeah, me too. Four. Four. Seven. Seven. Okay. Who got 15 or above? Okay. So (laughs) Maywin and Velody, you feel a fog come over your mind. And for a split second, everything kind of like disappears. And almost as soon as it happens, it goes away again. Alicia and Giovanni, uh, you are completely blank. You have no thoughts. You have no uh, uh, feelings, no actions. You are a uh, an empty slate right now. All you hear is a continual voice in your head saying, join us. Join us. You want to be one of us. You two immediately start to walk towards those giant boxes. Maywin and Velody, you notice as well. Let me actually let me see this. Uh, you watch as Alicia, Giovanni, Trevor, Alan, and Fat Sam all <laughs> start walking towards the boxes. Uh, that's that's not ideal. Olive, what's happening? You've stopped this before. Is Olive still there? Mm-hmm. But she is staring at her grandma. Maywin, you're still with us, right? Yes. Good. There's no way we can stop all of them. We could barely even stop Fat Sam. Correct. It's got to be the grandma. It's got to be. What should well, we do? I say attack her. We can certainly try. I'm going to try to yell at Olive just one more time, see if she hears me first. Olive, are you with us still? Olive slowly turns her head to look at you, and her eyes are just solid white. She's looking at you, but she's not seeing you. You watch as a single tear starts to roll down her face, and then her gaze goes back to her grandma. Hey, old lady, um, what's the meaning of this? Hold on, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see something. Uh, the uh, old lady uh, uh, on the porch, Olive's grandma, goes, don't worry, my dear. It will be all over soon. Ugh. I don't like that at all. No. <laughs> With, uh, Banjo's still circling overhead, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm going to have Banjo stay there for the moment, but. Okay. Oh, man. I didn't want to bring her all the way here to her grandma just to attack her grandma, but I don't think we have a choice. I don't think we have a choice either, unless she has some sort of other explanation. Hey, grandma, what the. Can I curse? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck, grandma? What have you done to our friends? What have you done to Olive, huh? We promised nothing would happen to her, so you better start talking. Oh, my dear, you are messing with powers you cannot possibly fathom. She is going to 
but you are becoming an annoyance. Uh, she is going to. I gotta check one thing here. Uh, um, she is going to stand and she's going to say, you are becoming a nuisance and she's going to flick her wrist out and you watch as a sickening beam of purple energy comes flying at you, Velody. You may win. And then, uh, like there's going to be one going like past you. Um, you don't know where it's going yet. So the first one, I'm going to see Velody if it hits you. Uh, nope, that will not hit. Maywin uh, does a 16 hit. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I bounced. Okay, that's the same one. Okay. Uh, uh, you uh, feel this energy, this beam of energy smack right dab in the center of you and you get pushed back a little bit and you take five points of force damage. The other beam that shot by you guys as you kind of follow it to its natural conclusion, you notice that the uh, the werewolf that you had been fighting, Velody, has now just been hit with the beam of energy and it stops him in his tracks for a second, but he hunkers down and they keep on uh, bum rushing uh, forward. Um, at this point in time, Grandma will say, Pesky, pesky, pesky pets. When will you learn? And she snaps her fingers. And as she snaps her fingers, you watch as uh, approximately. Hold on here. I got to pull this up here. I am sorry. Uh, you watch as approximately one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten were beasts come from behind the cabin and are now walking towards the front of the cabin uh, and are just basically standing there waiting for orders. Um, you heard, you hear the werewolf behind you shout, only the girl matters. The rest are expendable. And that's where we're going to cut it for tonight. Rude. Oh, man. <laughs> I, we're, we're about to get into a very big battle, and it's already uh, about 920, so I don't want to get into it right now. Um, oh, not you. I'm talking about the other guy. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said I was rude for cutting it right now. No, he's rude. <laughs> he's rude. Oh, uh, all right. I matter. Well, I'm excited now that you finally, finally have met Grandma. I'm excited yeah. to see what happens. <laughs> oh, she was evil the entire time. It was all a trick. I mean, that could have seen that coming. Curse <laughs> your sudden and inevitable betrayal. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, tune in uh, next week as we confront Grandma and her legion of uh, were animals. Find out exactly what the were animals that have been tracking the party this entire time want with Olive, and find out who survives, if anybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to do uh, some shout outs. So how about we start with you, Jojo? Do you have anything going on? Anything you'd like to promote? Uh, for myself, not really. Um, other than uh, my, I guess I, I may or may not start another campaign with some friends soon. So I was like, all nice. right, I'm going to do my very best transition to paper when it comes oh, there to go. character yeah. sheets and all that since um dd yep. beyond's site hasn't been very functional lately yeah so that's gonna be fun get all the hard copy stuff <laughs> look forward to that yeah which uh i'm gonna go out of my way to find mom and pop shops there you go mom and pop shops they are the bread and butter of the tpt wait tabletop ptrpg PT, thank you ttrpg uh community <laughs> All right, uh, Alicia, zombie. Sorry, uh, what do you got going on? Um, well, nothing much. Um, I'm nursing an injury because I went and hurt myself, and then went camping when I was hurt, and that was not a good idea. Right. So don't do that. Don't do that. I, I advise against doing that. <laughs> you kids, you listen to your aunt zombie. <laughs> um. That being said, um, yeah, um, not much. Um, just like um, JoJo was saying, you know, support local businesses, both for TTRPG stuff and any other kind of role playing or any Ren Fair or anything you can do. Mm -hmm. If you can support like the thrift store or especially like the locally owned thrift stores and stuff like that, that's great. Mm -hmm. A lot of those ones will have special things for the different events going on. Like they change out their inventory based on that. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about Renfair or any of that stuff, like look into those places because Renfair season's coming up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, Bonnie, what you got going on? Uh, similar vein-ish to, to injury. It was a it was a tough week. Uh, if anyone has any chronic conditions, I've got some really fun chronic fatigue and pain that's been flaring up. But just a reminder to everybody to take care of yourself and, and rest when you need it. And everyone be nice to yourselves. Yes. Be nice to each other, but more importantly, be nice to yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Melanie, God, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at your thing. And I almost called you Maywin. Melanie, what you got going on? <laughs> um, so by the time this is released, uh, WonderCon will be in the past, but yes. WonderCon, I am going to be on a panel with a group called Over 30 Cosplay. And mm. though WonderCon will be in the past, they do this panel at multiple conventions across the country. So look for the panels done by the Over 30 Cosplay group, and you can find them on Instagram at Over 30 Cosplay. And basically the whole idea behind them is to... Um, help bring comfort to the quote-unquote older generation in, <laughs> um, 
in finding uh, the joy and the play in cosplay and realizing that cosplay really has no age limit. Uh, we so like to dress up too, dang nabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. for nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Excellent. Uh, as far as uh, uh, for me, uh, I am excited because my D&D club has finally started to get players coming in. Uh, I have three regular students who uh, we're running a, a module right now, a starter kit module. Uh, I have one uh, student who has never played D&D, but played Pathfinder. Uh, since she was a or he was a child. Uh, I have another student who has never played D&D at all or any other kind of role playing games. Uh, I have a student who played D&D, couldn't find a, for like two games, left, went and played like GURPS for a while, came back to D&D, left, went and played something else for a while and is now playing D&D again. Uh, and now I have a fourth student who is a theater major uh, who has played D&D for several years now. So I have a very wide variety uh, and group of uh, students. I'm very excited. I'm hoping to get like one or two more uh, and get this club like really off the ground. So um, excited that it's finally happening. But that is the uh, episode for the evening. Tune in next time when you're listening to this on podcast. Uh, and uh, see what happens with our adventurers. And we'll find out if the group name will be called the TPKs. All right. <laughs> I will. You we know... will see you everywhere. Players, say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.